The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a monster Monday that we are recording on a Sunday. Presented, of course, by DraftKings. Brian is still at SoFi Stadium after the Rams-Panthers game. Tomorrow morning, I'll be filling in for Dan Patrick on Monday morning while Brian's traveling. So our only opportunity to get this podcast out for you guys was right before Eagles-Cowboys started on Sunday night football So I will have a detailed report of that game on Tuesday's Power Rankings, Ross Tucker Football Podcast. So we'll have not one, but two games to go over. Eagles-Cowboys as well as the Monday Nighter between the Broncos and Chargers on the Tuesday Power Rankings episode. New week means new spread the word winner, new sponsor confirmation email winner, and new YouTube shout-out winner, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Speaking of shout-outs, Michael Strazelki is the latest patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Become a Tuckheads member to get access to our private Slack channel. Congratulations, Michael. There's your shout-out. Let's do this, Bri. The Big Show. All right, overall themes, week six in the NFL. So there's a bunch, actually. Um, You know, there's kind of stuff off the field that was talked about in some of the pregame shows. Deshaun Watson is facing another lawsuit, which I don't think that affects the Browns on the field, but it's not real good, right? I mean, obviously, it was something they were hoping and trying and I think the Browns were thinking that they were kind of behind it. Um, they might not ever be behind it. I mean, who knows how many of these lawsuits continue to pop up over the years. Cam Akers is on the trade block. He's on the outs with the Rams. The Panthers are very clearly listening to trade offers for Christian McCaffrey. There is no doubt. I also, and this is something I tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL it's, I don't want to say it's comical, but this is why 
hopefully one of the reasons why you guys listen to me and one of the reasons why you listen to Dr. Chow, uh, Pro Football Doc and the Sports Injury Central, like the, the Patriots acted for three weeks like Mac Jones might play in the game. Still didn't play again today. The Cowboys never put Dak Prescott on IR. It's been five weeks, five weeks, still not even dressed for the game today. Um, other quarterback injury news, Tua is coming back next week, but Wentz might be out six weeks potentially with a fractured ring finger on his throwing hand. In terms of the on-field action that really jumped out to me, how about the issues we're seeing with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, both their teams lost. Both their teams looked bad. Makes you wonder if Brady wishes he had stayed retired or Rodgers wishes he had retired. Lamar Jackson uh, also lost with some critical errors late in the game, which you don't expect. And then how about another theme? New York football. I mean, New York football is legit Thoroughly impressed by those wins by both the Giants and the Jets. Was not expecting that. That was pretty awesome. I mean, the ability to be able to win both those games like both those teams did. Are you kidding me? At Lambeau for the Jets, down 10 for the um, for the for the Giants. By the way, I'm looking right now at the game time app. I'm not even going to tell you how much it is to get to the Cowboys-Eagles game right now. It's last call, and it's really expensive. You're better off looking at the Bucks sixers game on Thursday, $47. I'm already all over being able to get to see Blink-182 at Hershey Park. I've been talking on the private Slack channel with uh, some of our tuckheads about that. The bottom line is, no matter where you live, you must download the Game Time app, create an account, and if you redeem the code Ross, you get $20 off your first purchase. Again, Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Here's the key. It's last-minute tickets, although you can get them in advance too, but it's lowest price guaranteed. They guarantee it, and checkout takes less than 30 seconds. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's start with the Falcons without Cordell Patterson, but they still ran over the 49ers 28-14. They really did, Bri. Man, am I impressed right now by this Falcons team. Marcus Mariota had his best game yet. Only one incompletion the whole game. He ran well. He ran at the right time. The Falcons were awesome on third down. Now, it should be noted, the Niners are so beat up on defense. I mean, they're down like their entire starting D-line, essentially. Most of the defense 
overall. I mean, it seems like Emmanuel Mosley, some of these other guys we talked about, Hufunga left the game and then came back into it. It's wild. Algier and Huntley, I love the way the Falcons play where they pound the rock with these two young running backs that just pound, pound, pound. Falcons had a defensive touchdown, which kind of ended up being the difference in the game. Niners never really recovered. They had a couple of uh, Brandon Ayuk touchdowns in the second quarter to to get to tie the game. But that defensive touchdown, the fumble and Terrell scoop and score, and then he fumbled in the end zone. They picked that that kind of clinched the game more or less for the Falcons. So, um, no Mac Jones again. And Albert Breer said things got sideways. I need to find out from Albert Breer what that means, that things have gotten a little sideways between Mac Jones and the Patriots, which I think is really interesting. But what's what's more impressive, what matters for today, another really good mistake-free performance from Bailey Zappi. Getting better. Ramondre Stevenson carries the load again and plays very well. You know, the Patriots have their formula. We talk about it a lot. They play very good defense, very good defense. And right now, with Zappi playing well, Ramondre Stevenson carrying the load. I mean, it helps when Jacoby Brissett has three more turnovers after the Patriots. I thought did a pretty good job of slowing down Chubb, so much pressure from Judon and Dietrich Wise and even Anthony Jennings all over Brissett, part of the reason why he turned it over, but Brissett shouldn't be throwing the ball that much anyway. Too many penalties for the Patriots is really the only negative as another dominant 20-plus point win for New England. Jets upset the Packers for their third straight win. The final in this one, 27-10. So the Jets blocked a punt for a touchdown. They blocked a field goal. I thought Quinn and Williams was the best player on the field throughout the game. Sauce Gardner is an absolute stud already for the Jets. I mean stud. And then how about Brees Hall? And the Jets running over the Green Bay Packers, especially in the second half. I mean, they just ran them over. Everything about the Packers offensively right now, it looks hard. It looks difficult. It looks like they they don't know what they're doing. I mean, it looks like the only guy Rodgers really has faith in is Randall Cobb. He got hurt. Then it's like Romeo Dobbs. If the one guy you're, I mean, I'm surprised they're not able to get the ball more to A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones in space a little more than they have. That that actually surprises me because you would think that they would that they would be able to do that, but they haven't, and that's what they need to do. They need to find a way to get the ball to those guys a little bit more than they do. By the way, football season means it's Labatt Blue Light season, baby. And there's no better way to watch your team on game day than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in hand. 
stock up and be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matt Ryan's 32-yard pass to Alec Pierce. Touchdown pass, I should say. But the Colts, ahead of the Jaguars, 34-27. How about that? I mean, it looked like they were going to kind of settle for a field goal, Bry. And then all of a sudden, they throw the ball deep to Alec Pierce. I was not expecting that. That was that was gutsy, and it paid off in a major way to get that touchdown. So that Because even if they got a field goal, you know, you never know. The Jags could have potentially had enough time to get a, their own game-winning field goal. But instead, because they got that touchdown and then they got the two-point conversion, the Jags needed to have a touchdown to be able to get back in it. So then it was over. I mean, really, really impressive what the Colts were able to do because it was not looking good. It wasn't looking good at all. I mean... It was a huge day for Matt Ryan, especially getting the ball to Mike, Michael Pittman. But the Colts were down 14-3 early. I mean, they were giving up long runs to Etienne and Jamichael Hasty. Jacks had three running backs over 50 yards. I would love to see the stats of how often an NFL team has had three running backs 50 yards or more on the ground, and they still lose the game. But Matt Ryan passed Dan Marino on the all-time yardage list, which was awesome. That's a huge accomplishment. The biggest reason why he did it, probably, Colts offensive line much better. They have their best five now. They know where their best five should be. It should be Dennis Kelly at left tackle. It should be Pryor, should be right guard. And Deion Jackson, their young running back with Jonathan Taylor out, he was not messing around. That young man was playing for keeps, and I loved it. So the thing that is interesting um, about Minnesota and Miami, I don't know, Bri, we we couldn't hear you there. I'm not sure what happened there. But uh, Minnesota 24, Miami 16. Skylar Thompson got hurt early for the Dolphins. And then Teddy Bridgewater came in. And I think like the first play in, Teddy Bridgewater got smoked, absolutely smoked. To the point where I was thinking, oh my goodness, like what if the Dolphins don't have any more quarterbacks? Like they're they're done. The game was really a defensive struggle, almost no points until the fourth quarter. Zadarius Smith had 10 pressures. The Dolphins killed themselves with a bunch of penalties as well, which really hurt them. Um, speaking of hurting them, Jalen Waddle. I mean, Jalen Waddle had nice stats. And he's been a good player, but he had two absolutely critical fumbles for the Dolphins that were the difference in the game. I mean, the Dolphins actually probably would have won the game. Gasecki had a couple touchdowns. They actually probably would have won the game if that wasn't the case from Jalen Waddell. 
Four TDs for Joe Burrow in his first game back at the Superdome since winning the national championship. Bengals 30, Saints 26. That had to feel good. I mean, that had to feel real good for Joe Burrow. Andy Dalton uh, started, but Jameis Winston was backing him up. It appears as if Jameis Winston has essentially been benched. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to because uh, Dennis Allen after the game wouldn't say who will start Thursday's night's game, but there were enough tweets from insiders that it became pretty clear that they like what Andy Dalton's done, and he had an opportunity. I don't know if he did enough with his opportunity to start again Thursday. I did think there was a questionable roughing the passer on Demario Davis, which led to the Joe Mixon touchdown. Other than that, though, it was the two LSU boys. It was Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase having gigantic games back in the Superdome, back in Louisiana. I mean, that had to feel absolutely awesome for those guys. Just awesome. So, so happy for them to be able to go back home for Chase and where he played college for Burrow and play that well. Giants 5-1 and one for the first time since 2009 after beating the Ravens 24-20. Kenyon Drake had a big day as J.K. Dobbins didn't play very much with knee tightness, they're calling it. So he didn't really even play very much. Kenyon Drake, the Ravens, more than any other team, find a way to get these guys like Drake that come in and just produce. And in fact, I talked about it earlier, but the Ravens had a 20 to 10 lead in the fourth quarter. But the Giants went on an awesome drive. Then Lamar Jackson had a horrible interception decision. Julian Love made a really nice play. And then Kayvon Thibodeau stripped Lamar Jackson. He fumbled, which ruined any chance the Giant, uh, the Ravens had to come back in the game. Saquon Barkley did the right thing, by the way, going ahead and taking a knee at like the one-and-a-half-yard line as opposed to actually you know, scoring a touchdown, which I know didn't make a lot of the fantasy people happy. But it's just such a gutsy, impressive win by the Giants. And a really bad loss for the Ravens. Again, again, they have a big lead like that, and they blow it. Uh, it's hard to believe, Real, really hard to believe that they can blow this. Many. I mean, they almost blew it last week against the Bengals. They, they just are not doing a great job of playing with the lead, which is weird. You would think that they would. Steelers upset the Tampa Bay Bucks 20 to 18, just the fourth time that Tom Brady has lost to the Steelers in all these years. Yeah, he needs to let's go. I mean, you want to talk in-depth football straight from future Hall of Famers like Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald? Let's go. Every Monday on Let's Go, a serious XM podcast with Tom Brady from the Bucks, Larry Fitzgerald, and Emmy Award-winning journalist Jim Gray. Hear champion perspective on the trending topics on and off the football field. Get expert analysis on the latest NFL action. Find out what it takes to win seven Super Bowl rings. It's five-time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady, 11-time Pro Bowler Larry Fitzgerald, at the microphone and unfiltered. If it's on their minds, it's on Let's Go. Plus, all season long on Let's Go, 
hear the best guests in the podcast world from Oprah and Snoop Dogg to today's NFL stars. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts like this one. Should be an interesting interview and discussion and podcast with Tom on Monday night because he was very unhappy yelling at his offensive linemen. The Steelers were down a million dudes on defense. Still no TJ Watt, no Minka Fitzpatrick, down their top three corners, and the Bucks still couldn't score? Are you kidding me? Bucks were one for four in terms of getting touchdowns in the red zone. 0 for 2 in goal-to-go situations. I mean, it was stunning. Stunning loss for the Bucks that will come back to haunt them. Kenny Pickett had a head injury. Led the, led the Steelers to a touchdown drive early, but then he got a head injury and was out. Trubisky came in and was really good in relief, especially, you know, third and longs late in the game to close it out. Really good. I mean, I was I was impressed by Kenny Pickett throughout the game. Um, I mean, by Trubisky when he came in. I mean, that last drive, how many of those third and longs did he convert? And Chase Claypool had a huge day. I mean, that was that was really something else, what those guys were able to get done in that game to get the win against the Bucks. I know a lot of people didn't think Steelers would win another game for a long time, yet they win this one. Rams snapped a two-game losing streak to beat Carolina 24-10 to here at SoFi in L.A. How was the food, Bri? So the food we had, uh, I, mean, I, I took a picture of it, and uh, I will just read it to you. Butternut squash panzanella, which is a butternut squash baby kale, toasted ciabatta, pepitas, dried cranberries with an apple cider vinaigrette, so essentially a salad. Uh, fresh fruit, potatoes, eggs, scrambled eggs, sliced ham, fried catfish, bread pudding, and a vegan breakfast bowl for those who were so inclined. And by the way, if you hear all that noise in the background, they are taking all the Rams paint off of the field right now and getting ready for the Chargers game tomorrow night. So that's why I keep muting the mic. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I knew you were muting the mic because of that background noise. I didn't know what said background noise was. Well, this was a bizarre game. I mean, the Rams lost their left tackle, Joe Noteboom. Sounds like he might have a torn Achilles. They just can't take any more hits up front. I mean, it's unbelievable what they've lost up front. Unbelievable how many injuries they've had up front, and now Noteboom goes down. The Panthers actually had the lead. P.J. Walker had a nice drive early. They tried to get the ball to McCaffrey a lot. They got a field goal. That's about all they did offensively the whole day. Dante Jackson had a pick six, though, when it was 10-6, I want to say, or 10, no, 10-3, I think, at halftime, that the Panthers were actually leading. Robbie Anderson got in a bunch of fights and arguments with his coaches, so he got kicked off the sideline by interim head coach Steve Wilkes. I did think it was – I mean, Cooper Cup was still the main guy, but I thought it was Allen Robinson's best game for the Rams, who, as I mentioned earlier, are trying to get rid of 
Cam Akers. I mean, he's he's done. The Arizona Cardinals improved to actually no, they dropped to two and four. Seattle improves to three and three after a nineteen nine win in Seattle. Arizona's terrible. I mean, they are bad. Somehow, Kyler Murray had a good passing day and ran for a hundred yards, and they still lost the game. He had, and by the way, they blocked. They 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 got a punt. Seattle like dropped the punt, and uh, Arizona scored a touchdown there, and they still lost. That was the only touchdown that the Cardinals scored all game. Think about how wild that is. That was the only touchdown that they were able to get the entire game was on a Seahawks punt or whatever. I will say this. I think that Kyler Murray has the fastest feet of any human being I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen someone whose feet were faster than that. You know, able to pick him up, put him down. Fast than that. It is unbelievable. For the Seahawks, man, it's all about their young guys. Kenneth Walker, their rookie running back's a stud. Tariq Woolen had his fourth interception already. The tall, lanky, fast corner from UTSA. It is impressive. And if you had sling, you'd be able to watch all of the touchdowns. Because they have the best live TV content all in one place, all at the lowest price. It's amazing. Now you can follow all the action on one screen and catch every touchdown every Sunday thanks to NFL Red Zone. Available on Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra. Sling is easy to set up, easy to use. Now you can try it for half off, half off. Just visit sling.com. Slash DraftKings to sign up today. Watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular price forty six, now only twenty three dollars. That's right, you get the best deal on Red Zone, so you can catch all the touchdowns. At the lowest price with Sling TV, visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. All right, last game is a rematch of one of the greatest games ever from last year. Bills over the Chiefs, 24-20. to And it was another great one. I mean, it was another really, really fun game in so many ways. You know, there uh, uncharacteristically, there were actually turnovers by each team in the red zone on the first two drives. The Bills like marched and then threw the ball to Josh Allen or Josh Allen tried to like shovel it to McKenzie. I don't know what happened there. And then Mahomes threw a bad interception in the end zone that he normally doesn't throw. It was bad. It was surprising. Uh, Juju had an awesome long catch and run touchdown, almost had another one. I was impressed by Juju in this game. And what he was able to do. I mean, Juju made a couple of big plays. He also had a taunting penalty. But he made a couple of big plays for the Chiefs that they really need. I mean, they need guys like him to step up. Um, McKenzie was awful, especially in the first half for the Bills. I mean, he had drops. He was tripping himself. It wasn't good. I mean, wasn't good at all. 
How about the Bills, though? End of the first half, Brad, they go 99 yards. End of the first half for a touchdown. Gabe Davis, now I don't know why this was the case, but Gabe Davis was man-to-man, press-man coverage against that rookie cornerback, Williams, a number of times. And he got beat once for Gabe Davis and once by Diggs for long touchdowns. Like, that's what ultimately cost them the game. So anyway, they get the touchdown end of the first half. The Chiefs still were able to get a 62-yard field goal. Unbelievable from Bucker with 13 seconds left end of the first half. And it was like deja vu all over again from the divisional round game last year. Another touchdown pass in the second half against the rookie cornerback, Williams, who was in press man against Diggs. Then there was a blown tripping call by the refs against Josh Allen. That was not good. Um, Chris Jones clearly tripped Josh Allen. It was a missed call, unfortunate. But when they had to have it, 20-17, had to have it, Josh Allen was incredible. He ran a couple times. He hurdled a dude, threw an awesome touchdown pass to Dawson Knox. I mean, Josh Allen is that guy. He really is that guy. And then it looked like uh, there was still a minute left for the Chiefs. I thought, okay, you know, the Chiefs are going to be able to go ahead and get um, uh, maybe a touchdown. But Mahomes threw a late interception by uh, Taron Jackson after some pressure from Von Miller. Bills get a huge, huge win that they had to have 24-20 because of the travel. Uh, We're going to post this tonight, College Draft Podcast. For those of you that love hearing about the top games in college football, we're not going to do that until Tuesday. So Tuesday, again, this week will be College Draft. It'll be even money, and it'll be power rankings when I will talk about the Monday Nighter and the Sunday Nighter. I know some of you are going to wish you could hear my thoughts on Eagles-Cowboys. Well, you can on Tuesday. Sometimes this is just the way things go for us. Shout outs, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and the single greatest gift you could ever give anyone for any reason, MyFrontPageStory.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.